0: Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too.
1: Hello and welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. It is Friday. It is 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time and it is time to talk about personal branding. So today we are going to be having our first Friday strategy for success where we are talking this time about personal branding 101. So that means the very, very basics of personal branding, what it is and what it isn't. And so many, many, many of you have probably heard of personal branding. Some of you are already actively doing it. Some of you have no idea why you would want to do it, and you may not even be here at this episode yet, but hopefully eventually you'll discover the need for it and you'll discover this uh, this show, and you'll get to hear a little bit more about how you can get started. So for a lot of people, um, personal branding – A lot of people think personal branding isn't really needed unless you're trying to be an influencer. Uh, That might have been true five or ten years ago, but in today's world, everything really, really has changed. And it's because of that, because change is is the name of the game, that you absolutely have to be known for what it is that you do. And that's how you survive this constantly changing, downsizing, restructuring workforce, uh, the lack of job security has really, in many ways, always been there to a point. But back in the day, (laughs) you know, I grew up with uh, my father was a lifelong Lily employee, Lily. And many, many people had that in previous generations where you could start and end at the same company. And that has not been the case for many years, but it's getting faster and faster and faster that people are changing jobs or companies are changing, and it's all a matter of survival. We are living in an incredibly, you know, the buzzword of disruptive world. Everybody's innovating and disrupting, and not just because it's fun or not because it's interesting, but because that truly is what companies have to do to survive, to be able to stay relevant, um, to keep up with what's happening in the world. There's just so many technology changes. There's so many different things happening. And it's not slowing down. In fact, it's getting faster and faster. And a lot of people are getting into almost a fear-based mode. And so that's really where this actually came from for me. And again, I'm Carla Taylor here with Bring Your Brilliance. And the reason Bring Your Brilliance and everything came about is because I was doing a lot of work with different corporations and organizations. And I was also doing a lot of outplacement career coaching. And as a career coach, I like to look ahead at the different industries that I was helping with to see, okay, well, what's coming? What's the future of work going to look like? What do I need to do to help people navigate what's coming and what's next? And for a long time, I felt like, okay, well, you know, talking about yourself and being able to promote yourself on a resume, using LinkedIn to connect with people and all of these things, but there wasn't a huge I mean, there was always a need to be able to talk about yourself confidently and with clarity, but it it wasn't as big of a deal to be known for the thing that you do. Um, That being said, it's always been important for the people around you to know what you do and be able to refer you, for example, or within an organization, if you want to get ahead in your career, you kind of want to be known for something and you want to be known for what you contribute and what you do best because you want to get more of that as you progress in your career. So all of those factors have really always been there, um, especially at a bigger company. Uh I myself worked at UI Lily for a while. And so when you're at a bigger company, it is very important to have not only something that you're known for and something that you people recognize at least around you in the immediate area where you're going uh with your career. But having a mentor, having a sponsor, having an advocate within that company, that's probably a whole nother show. Uh, but for those of you who are in big corporate companies, you do need to know uh, know people who can advocate for you. And so the way you get that is by being known for what you're great at. And the way you do that is by having a personal brand. So a lot of people think, again, of personal branding is this big, huge thing. They think of people like Kim Kardashian or Oprah Winfrey or, you know, big names, big people, you know, Lady Gaga, whatever, uh, the different ways people are out there branding. And they usually think of people who want to be super famous. And that is one way to think about personal branding. And that's certainly a way to be a big influencer. But that's not the only thing that is part of personal branding. And it. I I recently worked with a guy who he did not like the word personal branding. He didn't like talking about it. He didn't know why he needed to do it. He was a business owner, but he'd always had different companies that he was promoting. He's like, oh, nobody needs to know me. Um, But that's not true. People want to do business with people. They want to have a human-to-human connection. And I've talked about this a little bit before, and I'll continue to talk about it. Brian Kramer is the founder of the Human-to-Human Movement, and it really is just the simplicity of people working with other people. And that has been around forever. If you go back even, I don't even know how old it is, but the, the book Think and Grow Rich, which was written, I don't know, 50, 80 years ago, a long, long time ago. And this was when it was mostly men in business. And they kind of had what we now refer to as a good old boys network where Uh, men were helping men to get ahead. And a lot of it was the concept of these mastermind groups, which are another important topic uh, to have people surrounding you that are helping you. And in this case, aligning with your personal brand. Uh, But these mastermind groups, which was a concept Napoleon Hill talks a lot about in Think and Grow Rich, was these people coming together to help each other be better and to be better versions of what they're doing, but also to help promote each other in the places that mattered to help them get ahead. And that's why a lot of these very wealthy families continue to be wealthy and continue to help each other be wealthy because there was this network of people that you were known for a certain thing and that was passed along with certain things. We've also heard a lot about um, people, you know, that business is done on the golf course. Why do you think that is? It's because people are interacting as people on the golf course and that's who they want to do business with. They don't want to be doing business with some big unknown name a uh, company name. They want to do business with a person at that company, whether it's the head of the company or even the sales rep or whoever. They want to do business with a person they like. They're going to be spending time with that person. So even if they love everything the business is about, but they don't love the person representing it, they're probably not going to do business with that person. So becoming known as who you are, whether you're in a corporation and you want to keep growing your career there, whether you're a business owner and you want to be known with your clients and with your digital referral partners and things like that, it's important to be known in some fashion and and and, and, and at to some level to have people know you not as some flashy version of yourself, but to just know genuinely <laughs> who you are. And that's the other piece I want to make sure we talk a lot about is that being genuine is what a personal brand is. It's not some fake version of you. It's not some idealized version of you. You want to show up as who you are everywhere you go. So that might be in person. That might be online. There should be no difference. So I recently was at a conference, and I've talked about it a little bit before, and I'll continue talking about it because it's one of the best conferences I've ever been to, and it's the Social Media Week. It was in Lima, Ohio, and I live in Indiana. So having something that close by, I didn't even know about it. I don't know why I didn't know about it. But one of the things that I've done in my career is to get a lot more deliberate about who I am and how I'm showing up online and being who I am online, just like I am in person. And this is – a, a relatively new concept for me because even though I've been in personal branding and even though I've been helping a lot of other people be able to succinctly and confidently communicate their message and their value on their resume, for example, or on their LinkedIn profile, for example, going out into the social media world felt like this big unknown. I'm midlife (laughs) in in my age and so I didn't grow up with social media and I didn't grow up with talking about myself and it felt very, very uncomfortable. It felt like I was bragging. It felt like I was uh, trying to pretend to be something I wasn't. It, It felt uncomfortable talking about myself and that's actually something that I've done a lot of work over the past decade or more with even team building and organizations is that we're not used to communicating our value in a positive and confident way. We, we tend to think, oh, I don't want to be cocky or brag or, you know, I just want to do good work and people will eventually notice. And even if you're surrounded by the most supportive team of people, they still need to know what it is that you do best and what makes you feel strong. And I'm a huge advocate of the strengths movement, a strength finder, and, and and knowing what it is that you do best that also energizes you. And this is a conversation, like I said, I've been having for decades with leaders and their teams so that they can tell each other and tell each other clearly, um, here's what I do best. So, you know, I use the example sometimes of spreadsheets, and some people love them, some people hate them, and sometimes you wouldn't know that by their job title or what it is they do. And so there's all sorts of different tasks within a team that need to be done, but not all of them have to fall within the same job description. And so having something that you're known for, so for example, I used to work with a guy who absolutely loved spreadsheets and he loved putting in numbers and figuring things out and actually made him almost giddy with joy because he loved it so much, (laughs) which why. (laughs) But his brain was like, awesome. so... He was known in his organization as the go-to person. If you had something that you needed to do on a spreadsheet, um, give it to that guy. And he would get excited and energized by it. And everyone else was like, I don't have to do that spreadsheet thing. (laughs) And it, it fed everyone. It gave everyone energy to be able to focus on what they did and what energized them. And, and also gave people opportunities to work together and all sorts of things. So, Again, even if you're on a very small team, being able to communicate your value and being able to communicate what it is that you love to do and what you can help with, that's really what it's all about. So I switch the questions when I work with individuals from here's why I'm great to say here's how I contribute best or here's what I can do to help you or here's what you can count on me for to be able to bring consistently to this team. So you can think about it in a team level, but you can also then think about it of the people surrounding you and what you wanna be known for when you're out there networking. So we're gonna talk more about how you bring your personal brand into networking, but I, I wanna get back down to the very basics of what it is you actually want to say about yourself before you get out there. But hopefully, as I've been talking, you have a little bit more idea of why people need personal brands, um, what different scenarios it might come up in, and we're gonna talk a lot more about that when we come back from break.
0: We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance Radio Show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? This is the Bring Your Brilliance Radio Show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815 880 8255 or Canada at 613 800 8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I am Carla Taylor on Inspired Choices Network. This is the Bring Your Brilliance show, and we today are talking about Personal Branding 101. So before we talked about break, I was giving some different examples of ways to think about personal branding and places that you might be in your life or career that that you might still need it. Um, So let's start at the very beginning of... um, uh what what did how do people define personal branding and what is a personal brand? So for some people, like I said, they think of these big promoters and, and influencers and marketing yourself and almost being obnoxious about it. And in fact, um I think I had that that thought process around it for a while too. And like I was saying before break, I did not grow up with social media. And so I was very uncomfortable at the beginning You know, I got on Facebook, I think now it's been nine or ten years, uh, but when I first got on Facebook, I'm like, what is this, and do I really want to put stuff out there about myself, and oh, I look, I can connect with people, and I grew up living internationally, so it was super cool to all of a sudden have a way to connect with people all over the world that I knew, and it was super exciting and energizing, but I didn't see beyond that what the value was or what I might use social media for. And then I actually had a client that I was working with who wanted to know about Twitter. And I knew nothing about Twitter at the time. This was many, many years ago. So I got out on Twitter to figure it out. And one of my big aha moments about that even was, wow, we have this way of directly communicating with people that you previously would not have access to. People like Um, At the time, Ashton Kutcher was becoming really well-known on Twitter and, and all sorts of different celebrities and all sorts of different authors and people that you admired. And suddenly you could send them a DM, a direct message and talk directly to people that you would have never been able to talk to before. And that was a huge aha moment for me about the fact that social media not only connects us to what people think or learning a little bit more about them, but also you can talk to people directly on social media. And so then you know LinkedIn came about and for many, many years, LinkedIn was very professional and buttoned up and felt like an online resume. And for many people that's all it was. And for many people today still, that's all they think about. But LinkedIn has been exploding as a social media platform, uh, not just in helping people connect for their next job or for business reasons, but Uh, now it's become a place for content creators. And that's what's so cool is that you can become known, you know, and and blogging and all these different ways that people become known for the things that they do. But now social media has evolved to the point where even like LinkedIn is a place where you could actually have articles or even a, a sort of blog where you're posting things consistently on that platform. And they're doing new things. Actually, new things are coming out almost every single day of technology features and functions so linkedin has really stepped up their game i'm so excited to be a part of that platform i've talked about it a little bit before and i will continue to talk about it and that's part of the stories i want to tell about people and their personal branding is how they've used that particular platform because that is the business networking place of it's 650 million users from all around the world and that's where you want to be known if you have a business um, or just you as a person but you want to connect with other people for business reasons, so, you know, money, (laughs) getting money, making money, working with other people, doing cool collaborations. You really need to be a part of this new, very newly vibrant community. It's always been there and it's always been a little bit vibrant, but it's becoming more and more vibrant um, of a community of connectors on LinkedIn. So back to personal branding. I think I jumped (laughs) from that topic. Uh, But uh, not only is personal branding about promoting yourself, it's really about communicating your unique combination of skills, experience, and personality that you want the world to know about you. So it really is just that simple. And I've got a couple questions. Um, one of them is How do we know what to brand? I have a lot of things that I do and love to do. And that is such a wonderful question. Thank you so much for that question, Christine. So that is. The biggest question for people like me and whoever is asking this question who have so many different talents and ideas and uh don't want to limit yourself and that's again part of my own personal journey is that i constantly was being told as i was out networking and sort of doing all sorts of different things that people are like i need to know the one thing what's the one thing that you do what's the one thing that your company needs to be known for i, had, I have a company called ignite Consulting. And nobody knew how to refer me because I was always, well, Ignite Consulting, I do leadership development. Oh, Ignite Consulting, I do team building. Well, Ignite Consulting, I do strengths and disc training. Oh, well, with Ignite Consulting, I do career coaching. And it felt a little bit crazy, I'm sure, for everyone else and sometimes for me. And I kept beating myself up almost for not being able to narrow down into one tiny little box. But yet that was the very thing that I was railing against. And part of why I've left being an employee in corporate America is because I am not someone who fits into a small box. And I never, ever have. That's just not who I am. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people have a wonderful box that they fit in, and I love their box. But my box is not a box. It's a big, giant, exploding, (laughs) going everywhere Version of, of my thing, but yet there's still a, a central theme. So if you heard those things I just mentioned, leadership development, um, team building, all, all of it is around you know career coaching. All of it is around how people work and how people work together. So part of it is I did need to take a bigger view of okay, what is the arena that I'm in? So there was one arena, but within that arena, I didn't want to be narrowed down into just being this or that or the other thing. And what I finally discovered, and I finally had a big aha around, is that I don't have to be known for this one thing or two things that I do. It's who I am, no matter what I do. So let me say that again, because that just gave me chills. (laughs) My personal brand is who I am, no matter what I'm doing. I hope that might have meant something to you, as you heard it. Um, But who you are as a person. So for me, I'm a very enthusiastic champion and cheerleader of others. I'm someone who connects people and I'm someone who helps people confidently communicate their value. Whether they're a leader and doing leadership development, whether they're in a team and needing to talk to each other on a team, whether they're an influencer or a business wanting to go out there and market their business, whether they're a career seeker who wants to be able to talk about their transferable skills and jump to a brand new career, it's all about confidently communicating your value and connecting and, and having somebody supporting and, and cheering for you along the way. And so that's who I am no matter what I'm doing. And that's what people now know me for because especially in my city, they've known me for Ignite Consulting. They've known me for IdeaVise, which was the tech startup that I started. They've known me for things that, again, even the tech startup okay, that sounds like a totally different world, right? But what was I doing with my tech startup? I was connecting people in co-working spaces. So I'm still in that same arena, connecting people where they work and how they work and helping them work better together. So I stayed in my arena, even though every way I'm showing up has been different from each other, from the different things that I'm doing, it still boils down to the same general area. And when I show up in a room, I walk in a room and people now know me. I'm very well connected in Indianapolis and people immediately respond with enthusiasm and connecting and it's, it's great to see that I am now creating who I am in the world around me when I walk into that room and hopefully that's what people are saying when I leave the room. And that's another way to think about personal branding is personal branding is what people say about you when you leave the room. Many of us leave that to chance or don't think about it. Uh, so let's be deliberate about that and <laughs> think about what impression am I making and what do I want people to say about me? And again, it's not about being someone you're not. It's not about pretending or being this fake version about yourself. It's figuring out what is the core elements that you are no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing, no matter you know, how and where you're showing up online or in person. You are who you are through and through everywhere you go. So let's get really deliberate about communicating that and that is your personal brand. So those are the things, and let me go back to my question. Um, So how do we know what to brand? Be (laughs) you. And again, that's something that I heard over and over, like, okay, just be yourself. Well, who am I? Who do I want people to know me for? What is it that I want to be known for? And I felt like I had to have some brilliant version of that to be able to put out there. And if I didn't know what to say yet, then I needed to be very quiet. And what I have learned And what I have been doing, if you're watching me, I'm also walking the talk and modeling the way. And I used to be the the behind-the-scenes helping everyone else be great. And I had my own personal branding coach who came to me and said, Hey, Carla, uh, bring your brilliance isn't just about showcasing everyone else's brilliance, but you need to practice what you preach and actually bring your own brilliance and talk about yourself, too. And I was like, Oh, no, I can't talk about me. And they're, like, calling me on the carpet going – uh, why <laughs> that's what you tell everyone else to do. You need to take your own advice. So it was really a, the smack in the face that I needed <laughs> um, to do the things that I knew were true and helpful and had helped everyone else get what they wanted, and I now needed to apply it to myself. So I've actually been on that journey since last fall. I started by being a speaker at Walk the Talk, so I felt like that was kind of the, the perfect place to do that. Um, and Walk the Talk is this amazing, um, it's kind of like a TED Talk, but it's more about inspirational things and, and spiritual journeys and that sort of thing. It's this wonderful thing here in Indianapolis. We're getting ready to help expand that out into the world even more and bringing Walk the Talk at work and that sort of thing. But Walk the Talk uh, was at the Vogue Theater. the a big theater here in Indianapolis. And it was one of these things that I had wanted to do and I'd actually auditioned for twice and failed. I did not get the first two auditions and I wasn't going to try again. And when this personal branding coach came alongside me and said these things to me, I thought, okay, you know what? I need to try one more time, and I need to put myself out there in a way that I haven't been, and I need to do something that scares me a little bit, and all the things that I've told everyone else. So I applied it to myself, and I I actually wrote a spoken word poem, and I did that as my audition, and and I got the audition, and this time I actually got to, to perform that at Walk the Talk. So that launched me into... Getting out there in a much bigger way than I ever had before, and what I've learned on this journey and what really was um, reinforced to me at the conference I've spoken about um, at the social media world is that every single person there, a lot of them I had been following online, and every single person there was exactly who they were in person as they were online, and that was the the overall message of being this real relatable person online as well as in person and I keep emphasizing that because I think we think that we have to be this polished, perfect version of ourselves online. And we can't let the ugly show. We can't let the real part show. Um, And nowadays, especially more than ever, of course, now it's been, you know, the, the, the real reality shows and things like that have been popular for many, many years. And part of why is because people don't want this polished version. They don't want this seemingly perfect version. They want to know that you're on a journey too. They want to know what it is that you're going through on your journey as you get to the places that you're getting to. And that's not to say that you just tell everybody all your problems. (laughs) Um, But it is to say that you don't hide the fact that there are tough parts of the journey, that you actually talk about those as well. So one of my favorite people that I've watched and been a part of her journey is a woman named Michaela Alexis, and I want to talk about her and the way she approached her own personal branding. I've mentioned her before, but it's really fascinating um, to see how much she was able to take her story and get it out there and where she started and where she's gone. So I'm going to talk about her a little bit when we get back from the break. Again, you're listening to Inspired Choices Network with uh, myself, Carla Taylor. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show, and we will be right back.
0: We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance Radio Show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now back to the program.
1: And welcome back. This, again, is Carla Taylor with the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. We are here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we are talking about the very basics of personal branding 101. Uh, Before I left to break, I I mentioned a woman named Michaela Alexis. And she is a young woman. She, I think, recently turned 30. And she is someone who has created her entire uh, being known for her personal brand solely on LinkedIn. And before she came along, I didn't know that was possible. (laughs) I, again, like many thought LinkedIn was a place to put your online resume and to connect with people for job seeking purposes. I knew a lot about it from that standpoint that I had worked with my career coaching clients. So I knew a lot about the behind the scenes things of LinkedIn that not everyone knew about, but I didn't know it was a place where people could actually become uh, have followers and even go viral and, <laughs> you know, like, what? LinkedIn? You can do that on LinkedIn? Like, that didn't make any sense to me. Uh, but uh, two two or three years ago now, um, again, I'm out on LinkedIn helping my career coaching clients, helping connect them, helping them find different job opportunities. If you are a job seeker, one of the most important things to know is that uh, 70 to 80% of jobs are not advertised. And that. Figure was shocking to me when I first heard it, uh, but 70 to 80% of jobs are not advertised, and that is because so many employers have realized there's got to be a better way to find good people, and they aren't happy with putting things out. And some people, of course, still use it, but things like Indeed.com or Monster.com or Builder, there's definitely a, a place for that, but that tends to be more entry-level jobs or places where you can cast a wider net and find a huge wide net of people applying. But for higher level jobs or more specialty jobs, employers were more and more finding, they had to sort through so many masses of resumes to get to the truly qualified people that a lot of them have stopped casting their nets there. And so, so much of it is who you know and the things we've always heard, but connecting uh, through word of mouth, through the employees of these companies, all these different ways to find these jobs and a lot of people are able to do that through LinkedIn but again, that was, that was the extent to which I kind of understood that LinkedIn could do and be. So I'm out there on LinkedIn because of that reason. I had started to publish a few articles myself. But again, it didn't feel like a, a big, widely known, viral-going type of platform back then when I was still in that mindset. And then I came upon a young woman named Michaela Alexis, and she had lost her job. And I just happened to see her posting right at the beginning of this journey. And she was a young, uh, marketing person and she decided to do an experiment to see if she could get her next job solely by networking on LinkedIn, not going to those job sites, not going through those traditional paths, but marketing herself on LinkedIn, just on that newsfeed part. I thought, wow, that's super brave and courageous and interesting, and I'm going to watch this and see what happens and maybe f- learn a few pointers for the career coaching clients that I had. So that's when she came on my radar, and she, one of her first posts was that this is what she was doing, and she reached out to some of her mentors and people that she admired and told them, this is what I'm doing. This is an experiment that I'm doing. What advice do you have for me? And, again, asking people for advice and connecting with people and and connecting with them as an an expert is a great way to build that initial uh, connection with someone. And so she reached out to one of her mentors. They sent her four books, and she, in her post, talked about these four books and what they taught her. And then the next post was, okay, here's the next thing, or here's how I've applied this. And she continued to share her journey. For the next two weeks, she was posting daily And within two weeks, she had 23, I believe it was, job offers. And all of these people started noticing that here she is modeling what she can do. She's a marketer. So she's modeling how she's marketing herself to these other marketing companies who started to notice. And she ended up finding a job at her dream job up in Canada, um, a, a local place that she'd wanted to work for. And they took notice and they offered her a job. And so all of us who'd been, you know, watching were like, oh, my gosh, that's so exciting and awesome. And so she she wrote an article saying how I landed my dream job on LinkedIn in two weeks. And that article went viral. Um, and I believe she was in Ottawa, Canada. And um, she, that was the first time I'd ever seen anything go viral. <laughs> On LinkedIn, I believe it had millions of views, and all of a sudden, she's getting much bigger attention. She's getting a lot more followers. Which again, back then, I didn't even know you could get followers on LinkedIn. I thought you just had connections. And she was one of the first people to actually do that and and explode that. And she now has, I think, over 150 thousand followers, something like that. And they actually have, I believe, capped the number of followers after she kind of has led the way. So she's at the forefront of a lot of this. But she has since then continued that journey. Within nine months in that role, she was doing so much of this you know, digital marketing for that company. They ended up starting a whole new division. They made her the president of this new company division that they started. And then she had another post, how I went from penniless to president in nine months. That one went viral. (laughs) And so she continued to have opportunity after opportunity. But along the way, she also shared the problems and the challenges. And You know, we're all, of us who are now following her and cheering her along, you know, she also posted things like, you know, it sounds glamorous, but here's this old car that I drive, and here's the outside of this building, which isn't all that glamorous, and it sounds great, and it is great, but here's some reality for you as well. And then she also had this huge fear of speaking, and she wanted to be a speaker, and she was trying to be a speaker, but she also broke out in hives every time she tried to speak. And so she would take pictures of her her neck and say, this is what I go through to speak. And I'm facing this fear anyway, and I'm doing it anyway. And so she showed the real side of things, but in a very kind of empowered way or what that's done for her or how she's working to overcome it, not just, oh, wow, whoa, is me. This is what sucks about my life. So you don't want to do that part. (laughs) You want to talk about the lessons learned or the ways that it's helping you continue to propel forward even when it's hard. But you do want to share the real part of it. And so one of the things, and again, this woman is so brave, she wanted to be a TED speaker. And she got to try out for a TED Talk. And we're all like, yay, you know, this will be her next triumph. And she failed miserably. I mean, miserably. And it was awful. And she left there and cried. And it was sad. And she shared that, too. And then she got brave enough to actually reach out to the people at this TED Talk uh, uh, audition and ask them for uh, the tape, (laughs) The, the, the recording of her abysmal Audition and they gave it to her, and she posted it, and it was great. And it was, but it was real and it was relatable, and it made all of us watching her and following along think, you know what, I can probably do this too. And she ended up from there landing a bunch more speaking gigs. And she went out to Dubai and she traveled the world and she got to do all of the speaking. And every time she was posting her journey, and since then, she has gone on to to do all sorts of things. She's been involved in all sorts of major projects with giant corporations across the world. She recently just filmed an Amazon Prime documentary series about uh, entrepreneurs and things. And so she has her career has been exploding. She's been amazing, fun to to watch. But what her secret sauce is is that she's sharing her story. She's sharing her journey and taking people on that journey with her. So not just the, here's everything that's perfect and here's all the perfect things that I'm doing, but here's the real part of this journey. And that is the secret, to be you fully, to talk about what matters to you, to talk about what you're working on, but to talk about it in a way that you're sharing the story of it that other people can relate to and and be a part of understanding and knowing and growing and evolving with you. So you obviously also have to grow and evolve for for people to be able to take that journey with you, and that's that's just all part of it. And so if you are out there putting yourself out there, um, you shouldn't be static. So if you're not doing things you've never done, if you're not out there learning and growing and becoming a better version of yourself, start with that. That is where your personal brand starts with how you are showing up in life and what it is that you're doing and how you're doing it and then start sharing and telling that story. And that is sounding for some people I think way too simple, but it is that simple. And I thought I had to have this big platform or this, this big thing that people knew me for, but I just needed to be known for how I'm showing up in all of these places. So when I was running my tech startup, when I was doing the, leadership development, facilitation, when I'm a keynote speaker, whatever I'm doing, I'm somebody who brings enthusiasm, enthusiasm can't even say that, passion, um, and like I said, confidence and connecting and, and clarity and helping people understand who they are and the value they bring. And that is something I bring to everything that I do. So that's when, when I talk about your personal branding, your pension plan. You want to be known for what you do. And if you're in a certain industry, you want to be known in that industry, but you might even jump to a new industry. But if people know, so I recently had a client who went from uh, more retail to tech sales, and now she's starting her own business. But no matter where she goes, people know her for who she is in the essence of how she shows up. She's powerful. She's confident. She's strong. She connects people. And people, and you've probably said this yourself or had people say this about you, like, I don't even care what this person is doing. I just want to be a part of it. I, I want to work with that person no matter where she goes or what she's doing. That's your personal brand. That's what you want to be known for. That's where you are going to have all sorts of fun and awesome collaborations with other fun and awesome people that, that you find to be fun and awesome to be able to connect with those people because people like to do business with people they like. You know, I keep coming back to this human to human. It's not business to business or business to consumer all these these terms that, that people say, but it's really about human beings liking to be around certain human beings and creating that experience with them. So even if you do 10 different things that seem very disparate, even if they are disparate, even if they're not in the same arena, but you're going to be this awesome person that you are wherever you are, let's say you have a dog walking business and you're a speaker and you – um, have a dating app. <laughs> Those are pretty different. I actually know somebody. I'm describing someone I know. But she is someone who brings this level of, um, She she she's a go-getter. She goes after these things. She makes them happen. She is going to be this powerful person who helps people or dogs <laughs> um, wherever she is. But even dog walking helps people, right? And so there's still some sort of common connecting theme and personality that transcends everything else that you're doing. And that, my friends, is your personal brand. That is what you want to be known for, is how you show up, how you contribute, how you work with others. So let's talk a little bit now about some of the very basic questions that you could actually start asking yourself because that's the 101 part. Like this is all more theory, but what can I do today to figure that out? So there's all kinds of great questions. I actually have a whole uh, course about it, and that's my course called The Career Happiness Project. But some very basic questions that you can just start with is, what is it that makes me stand out? Um, I have talked a lot about in my own career that I tried so hard for so long to fit in, and I finally realized that instead of trying to fit in, I actually needed to try to stand out. And that. Changes your entire perspective, so what is it, what is it that makes you stand out from your peers? Why do people want to work with you versus anyone else who has your background and there's a reason there's 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 something different and unique about you. The other thing is don't be afraid to repel certain people that's what's one of my biggest fears i I'm a high eye if you know disc styles and i want i don't one of my biggest fears is social rejection, and I want people to like me and so I was very afraid of saying something that might turn someone off or or even offend someone. And I don't obviously ever want to offend anyone. But if people are getting offended, a lot of times that's something about them (laughs) that they're bringing to it and they have their own perspectives and their own agendas and everything else. And so you're not going to be able to please everyone. And if you try to please everyone, you will please no one and you will stand for nothing. So what is it that you stand for, what you believe in, and be able to say that confidently and strongly and be okay with the fact In fact, embrace and look for the fact that you are going to be repelling all of the people who don't like and agree with what you're saying because they're not your people and you don't want them. (laughs) You want the people who want you and your message. So we're going to start back there when we get back. So again, this is Carla Taylor with the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on Inspired Choices Network and we will be right back.
0: We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune into the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist, Carla Taylor, to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com.
1: Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Carla Taylor with Bring Your Brilliance. And we are talking about Personal Branding 101. We've only got a few minutes left. But if you do have any questions, please feel free to call in. Uh, and if you want to reach me during or after the program, I, I'm at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com and happy to help you and help you start breaking down what it is that your personal brand might be, but it really is that um that outstanding statement of what makes you stand out. So one of the things that I've done for years with career coaching and resume building is I help people create their powerful opening statement on their resume. At the very top of your resume, of course, is your contact info, but then the very first title word should be the title of what you're going for next. And then the next paragraph should be this powerful descriptor of you and why you're gonna be great at that and why you're going to be different from everyone else who does that same job. So I've worked recently a lot with project managers and project managers basically do the same thing of managing the project, the process, the people. But what's different about you as a project manager versus that person as a project manager? One woman I worked with, she had a very um, loving, soft approach, but also a very direct way (laughs) of of making sure things got done. And so she had both the soft and hard side of things. And so that's one of the stories that we told in that opening paragraph of what we put in her, her opening summary of who she was. And when you can tell that story so clearly, and I've actually had this with a lot of my career coaching clients, if you have a compelling opening paragraph, that compelling value of what what it is that you bring, which is exactly what we're talking about with personal branding, um, I've actually had people get interviews because they didn't even care what the rest of the resume said. They were like, wow, I love that person and I love how they're communicating their value and I need to talk to that person because that's what we want and need at this company. And the rest of your resume is just kind of supporting information, right? <laughs> um, but having that clear, confident, opening statement of knowing the value that you bring that you're going to be able to bring everywhere you go is really what this is all about. I had another client who was in the hospitality industry and one of the stories that we told and you're hearing a theme I think of telling your story sharing your journey all of those things but in his case he grew up on a farm which is always you know a good piece of information if you've been around farm kids they tend to be more mature have more responsibility, hardworking, have a strong work ethic, all the things that that come along with that. Um, And so that was not only an important part of his story, but then he said when he was seven years old, his neighbors asked him to help, like not just help, but be in charge of watching their farm while they were on vacation. So here's a seven-year-old, seven-year-old, seven, seven, like seven, come on, seven-year-old kid (laughs) But he's so responsible and so used to taking care of every detail, even at seven, because part of it is just he was this brilliantly unique person who was able to do that. But that is a story of the epitome of who he is, is somebody who takes care of everything to a point that even at seven, people were recognizing that and trusting that in him. And so that became a part of his personal uh, brand story is this is who I am. If I'm the manager of a hotel or if I'm the head of a country club, I am going to make sure every guest and everything is taken care of. And I'm going to thrive in the chaos and just make sure it all happens. And so that was part of what he was known for. So what is it that you do no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, that's your personal brand. So let's get back to a couple more questions that you can ask. Um, So what are my values? That's such a great place to start. What is it that you value? And then what about that is that you want to communicate that other people can know you're about? So maybe it's integrity. Maybe it's enthusiasm. Maybe it's uh, being passionate. Maybe it's spreading joy in the world. Maybe it's connecting people. But what are the things that you value and that you bring? Um, What brings you joy? What is your superpower? What is it that you do better than anyone else? Everybody has a unique blend of talents, And that's another thing that I tell people a lot with with, uh, going for jobs is that job descriptions are written by people who are sitting in a room usually or they've been in a role and they're like, wow, we really need another project manager, for example. Okay, what do we think we can find in the average project manager? And that is what is written into the job description. But they never thought that they could find a project manager who could also, I don't know, uh speak for the company or, or influence people or maybe help with some marketing or whatever the different things that maybe you could bring to it. But if you bring that and you say you can do that, sometimes they'll even rewrite the job description for you or write a whole new one for you. So again, it's not that you're fitting into everything that's there. It's that you have some of the core elements that's needed, but you also have something unique about you that people want to have on their team or want to work with or want to do business with and being able to communicate that. Um so a couple more questions what's my favorite way to communicate uh what's my ultimate career goal who needs to know me so I can reach my goals that's another really big one so starting to ask some of these questions getting some great clarity on those things and being able to talk about it is a lot of what personal branding is about and i cannot believe that we're actually already running out of time um but There's so much more to know and do with personal branding, so I really encourage you to start with these questions and start about knowing who you are, maybe find three words that are good descriptors of you. A great way to do that is to simply, and I have a worksheet if you want it, but there's uh, just getting feedback, starting to ask the people who know you best, the people in your family, which may or may not be the ones who know how you're showing up at work. In my case, probably not as much, but they do know my personality. And I do know what people see when when they're around me. So the people um, in your life, the people that you've done business with, your peers, start asking questions of how do you see me? How am I showing up for you? What do you see as my best strengths and talents? And you're going to start to hear themes of what many, many people are saying. So if one or two people say it, maybe, maybe not, listen to it. But if you start to hear the same words coming out of many people's mouths, okay, you're probably known for that. Maybe it's not what you want to be known for, so that's another way to get delivered about that. But start with asking for, seeking that feedback. That's so, so important to know how you're showing up. Uh, So, yes, there's so much more to this. We will definitely be revisiting this topic many, many times. We will continue to talk about personal branding strategies and LinkedIn strategies on our first Fridays for sure as well. As with our upcoming guests. Uh, next week we are actually going to be talking with Tiffany Lanier. She is a, a leading millennial voice in personal growth, conscious leadership, and meaningful work. And she talks a lot about how to live purposefully, purposefully and lead consciously. So that is who we will be talking to next week. We've got some Really great speakers coming up. If you would like to be interviewed on the show, we'd love to have you and hear from you. So please uh, let me know. Reach out to, again, bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com, or you can connect with me, and please do, on LinkedIn. I am Carla J. Taylor. If you're looking out there on LinkedIn, you can also connect with Bring Your Brilliance. And I'd love to hear from you, any of your upcoming questions, any of the things that you need help with. I'm happy to help. I'm happy to bring clarity to. And I am all about uh, championing and cheerleading those people who are out there doing wonderful, brilliant things in the world um, and helping to get those messages out there. So thank you so much for spending another hour here with us. We enjoy having you listening and we're very, very grateful for you. And uh, we will be here, same time, same place next week.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit Com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep shining.